Breaking free from narcissistic abuse can be one of the most devastating things and one of the hardest things to actually happen in your life. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. Feel free to be able to look at that because it's 45 minutes that you can invest for 45 days to transform your mindset. And it's open for about a week where you can actually sign up for the next group of people that are going to be walking through hand-in-hand in a systematic process to guide them to healing and to changing their mindset, to rewiring their mindset to get free from that toxicity, the trauma bond, the rumination, the intrusive thoughts, all those different things. If you like what you see here, please subscribe. Hit that notification so you can get notified when we go live, when we drop new videos. would love to have you a part of this community here, just understanding more about narcissistic abuse and understanding more about my story going through it. Today, I want to walk you through just some of the steps. This is more of a, an overview and, and a little in-depth in some places, but more of an overview because we don't have time to be able to spend hours and hours of walking through breaking free from narcissistic abuse, how we heal, how we move forward. But I want to kind of like sum up a couple things just so we can work through it, okay? When we're talking about narcissistic abuse, we're going to walk through five different things today that you need to know and that you need to be able to process in that in that stage, in that growth, and that development piece just to be able to get to the place of saying, hey, this is what we're actually doing. This is how we're moving forward, okay? Narcissistic abuse is real. Some people don't want to acknowledge that. Some people want to say it's a certain thing or it's not a certain thing. Some people want to like make it out to be something different than what it actually is. Narcissistic abuse is the process of being with a person and manipulating and controlling them to the place that oftentimes where they feel crazy, where the mental and the emotional abuse puts them in a state where they develop reactive abuse, where they start raging out at friends and family and that person and not understanding why. They find themselves acting out of character and not knowing why and not seeing the action that the narcissist has in their life that's producing a reaction. There's many ins and outs about it, and I'm not going to dive into all of it, but we're going to dive into five things today. Okay, when we're talking about healing from narcissistic abuse, one thing is to know it, to identify it, to acknowledge it, to limit it, and to heal it. Okay, those five steps. So the first one we're going to talk about is to know it. What is narcissistic abuse? And what is a narcissist? Okay, so we're normally talking about someone who has a high ego. Who, who always wants all the admiration, like the focus has to be on them, whether that's from the victim or whether from that's the overt grandiose side. They're typically looking at someone who has a lack of empathy, doesn't have empathy, doesn't have that connection of empathy, or they, maybe they do have some fake empathy. A lot of times they're prone to manipulation, they're prone to controlling you. A lot of times you will see this in multiple facets, but it produces some really devastating results, oftentimes in aspects of mental, emotional, and physical, even sexual abuse. With these different types of abuse that happens, it ends up going through different stages of manipulation, different stages of like all different types of abuse that puts you in this place where you start to get your self-worth and your self-esteem seem to like erode and like disappear. Oftentimes, this can lead you in a place where you feel isolated, where you feel completely lost, completely confused, and you're like, I don't even know what's going on. Like we have a conversation and I don't even know the end result. We never get to an end result. There's nothing actually here. I don't know what's happening. 
You might be a victim of different manipulation tactics of either gaslighting, trying to confuse you and make you think that something you experienced wasn't right and you're crazy for thinking that it did happen, or love bombing you, changing your perspective like in the moment of what's happening, whether that's at the beginning and making you feel like the best ever and putting you up on that pedestal, or whether that's during the relationship and making you think, oh, well, let me not view what, that, what they just did that was so bad because they're loving me now. Let me focus on that instead of the bad things. Or sometimes the future thinking of like the false promises of like, this is going to happen. I'm going to change. We're going to have this future together. And it never happens. There's so many other different manipulations from dog whistling to triangulation to a lot of different pieces that we could go into. But like the first aspect is knowing it. Oftentimes when a person learns and starts to understand narcissistic abuse, it's like, I normally call it like drinking from the fire hydrant of like narcissism. Like you're just like, whoa, I didn't realize how much was actually here. I didn't realize how in depth this was. I didn't realize all the nuances about it because there are so many, but it's okay. Like the first step is just knowing it, like understanding it. Unfortunately, a lot of people get stuck here and they don't move to the next area of being able to know it and identify it in the narcissist. Being able to see the red flags, these warning signs that pop up and you're like, wait a second, that doesn't make sense. You're actually putting me down. You're actually treating me a certain way. You're actually attacking me. You're actually making me feel crazy. Now, oftentimes you're going to see this in a facet of different ways, but it can be up to the aspect of being extremely critical about your feelings and your emotions, not creating a safe space for you to actually engage with that other person, not developing a relationship that's deeper than like surface level. Oftentimes you'll see this aspect of blaming you, of the narcissist being unwilling to accept accountability or responsibility. So as a result, they put it all back on you. They project their issues onto you and they blame you for the decisions that they've made. A lot of times you'll see multiple ways where they'll be emotionally distant from you, where they won't have that connection piece, where they'll pull back, and then you see where, where they belittle you, start to put you down in small ways, not, not these huge ways, but in these small little passive aggressive ways, even as much to like just withhold praise and then praise someone else. And you're like, well, why don't, well, why, why did they get that? Why, why can't you recognize this? And the first aspect is like you have to know what narcissistic abuse is. Then you also have to identify it. Like you have to see it in order to heal it. And the thing is like people normally do these first steps. So they at least go through the first and the second and then they start to get stuck because then we run into this third step here of acknowledging it. Now, when we're talking about acknowledging it, the term I want you to think about is radical acceptance. Radical acceptance is this idea of accepting what has happened to you and accepting the situation that you're in. A lot of times people don't want to do this. And I understand why, because they're either running from the pain or they're running from the truth. Either way, a person oftentimes is trying to get away from the hard reality that that other person, the toxic person in the life, either didn't care, didn't demonstrate, or didn't show that in any sense of the word. But a lot of times people want to run from that pain thinking this is going to be too hard to deal with, so I don't want to deal with it. I'm not going to acknowledge that it actually happened. It wasn't that bad. I'll minimize it. I'll put it to the side, but I won't actually deal with the problem. Unfortunately, when people do that, it leaves them locked in the pain. It doesn't actually let them grow. It doesn't actually get them to the truth to be free. So it comes down to the fact of saying, hey, this happened and I know it did. Like, that's just the truth. That's just the facts. Do I like that? No. Is that fun? No. Is that easy to understand? No, not at all. But here are the facts of where I am. Like being able to see that and understand that is huge to be able to move forward. 
Okay, because you need to understand the facts and the truth in order to be free. You have to understand that the truth is based on facts. It's not based on fiction. It's not based on fantasy. And so it's understanding like this is what actually happened. This is one of the hardest pieces for people to be able to acknowledge, but it's necessary, not that you stay there or dwell in or put your stamp of approval, but that you understand this is what actually happened. This is where I am. Now let's start working to move forward. Oftentimes, this aspect is helpful for people to get to the place of having that acceptance so that they can actually move forward. If they don't have this acceptance, then a lot of times they'll continue to go back to the narcissist or continue to be stuck. The next thing is after you know it and after you identify it and after you acknowledge it is you need to limit it. Now at this point, sometimes in the journey, like the person is with the toxic person the entire time. So when you get here, the limiting part is access to you. Like you're limiting their access to you, how much they're able to interact, how much they're able to abuse, how much they're able to talk, how much they're able to yell. Like you're, you're limiting access. You're saying, hey, this is the limit. Okay, because you don't want this person, and we're not saying like this limit is like to control them, but this limit needs to be put in place to help you heal. Now, typically it's going to look in two different ways. The first one is boundaries. Okay, boundaries, that limit that you're not going to let someone pass that. And if they do pass that, okay, that's fine, but you're no longer going to have me in your life. Like understanding like, hey, if you're going to be screaming at me like this, we're not having this conversation. Like if you're going to be attacking me like this, I'm leaving. Like there, there has to be this understanding. This boundary has to be there and you have to follow through. If you don't follow through, your boundary means nothing. And so you might as well not even come up with one. You're like, you need to understand you have to follow through. Boundaries are for you and they're needed to be able to start your healing. Okay. If you're together with that person, you need to start having boundaries just to start that healing process. The second thing is no contact. I think that being able to go no contact with a narcissist is one of the only ways to completely break the fog and to work through on breaking the trauma bond. Can we work on a lot of that stuff beforehand? Absolutely. And I work with people every single day to help them on any stage, no matter where they are. But a huge part is being able to break the fog and be able to get out of that. And you'll have less anxiety, you'll have less stress, you'll be able to focus on what is actually real, what is actually true, when you're no contact from that toxic person. So you have to know it, you have to identify it, you have to acknowledge it, you have to limit it, and then we have to work on healing it. What does this look like? It can happen in a million different ways, but the biggest aspect is a relentless pursuit of you and truth, of knowing what happened, what's real, and the stories that you believe. You see, your truth is one of the biggest things that lock people into a narcissistic relationship and keep them going back and back and back because the truth that they're believing is not actually true. It's based on a fiction. It's based on a fantasy. You are made up of the stories that you believe. You are made up of the lies that have been placed upon you and the lies that the narcissist has told you or demonstrated to you or the lies that you ascribe to because of their toxic behavior. So getting down to the truth is absolutely essential and understanding this is who I am. This is what's happened. This is the story that I'm believing and to ground yourself by journaling, by finding the truth and saying, no, this is actually what is real. Not what I want to think, not what I want to imagine, not the positive projection I want to put on the other person. This is what's actually real. And then you start rewiring the stories in your mind. You start to build that self-esteem. You start to develop confidence through repetition of small things to big things. You start to develop motivation through momentum. And we start having a completely different conversation because the frame has shifted to what we're looking at of not looking at the narcissist, but focusing on you and your vision, your values, your growth. And that's where you start to see that healing like ramp up. 
and people change and radically glow up into being the person that they're called to be. If you want to take your healing to the next level, then I encourage you to check out the Clarity Challenge at claritychallenge.net. 45 days for 45 minutes could radically transform your life. It is a challenge. It's not easy. Don't sign up if you're like, oh, I want something to be nice and easy. Like, no, it's going to have you confront your pain. It's going to have you confront the shit in your life and say, hey, this is what you need to do. And this is a process you can go through and a way that you can apply this on a day-to-day basis to get to the end result of having yourself be healed and changing a healing journey into a future growth mindset. Check it out at claritychallenge.net.